Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. We are coming to you from North Bend, Nebraska, on a beautiful morning, July 2nd. The birds were sitting out on the on the deck overlooking the, the lake here. I got to go on a pontoon ride yesterday with Ron and my awesome wife, Brenda, and did a little fishing, and so it's been great. Hasn't it? It has been. This is a little piece of heaven right here. <clears throat> so, welcome to Life Transformed with Robert Bolden, and this is Coffee in Christ. Brenda just brought out the coffee, so now let's get to the Christ. Nice. <laughs> How do you like that I transition? Like it a lot. <laughs> it just came with that. That's right off the top of my head there, babe. <laughs> Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate, meditate on it day and night so that you be, may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. That is from Joshua. Wow. Is that Old Testament? Yes. Mm-hmm. So what book was he talking about there? It's the book of Joshua. The book of law? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, I believe, without being 100% sure, I believe that he's referring to Old Testament rules, <coughs> Moses, by Moses. Oh. Yeah, so you guys... There's a whole lot of rules. Right, and that's what we learned recently in our study sermon series at Relevant about the Bible, that that whole Old Testament was written for those people. So it's always good to have that context. You know, so... It, was written specifically for those people and for that time. The New Testament was new because it was written for us. It was it was documenting Jesus' time here and what he what he did and came to do. Yeah, all the rules of the Old Testament. I mean, there's some good ones. The Ten Commandments are good. There's a lot of things in there that's really really good. But um, there was a lot of rules around, you know, marriage and how you built your tabernacle. There was a crap ton of around everything it had to be so big so tall so wide whatever and um yeah so, i wouldn't even know what a tabernacle was yeah it's kind of like the church oh kind of the, the place where it was the tent essentially that they took with them but there was a lot of rules yeah. and um when jesus came he literally said yeah the only rule love god and love each other yeah. so we went from having a lot of rules to not a whole lot of rules just love people is his basic thing. And you know, that's what we've talked about in the past and, you know, as it relates to uh, just so many people, like our friend Jacob is doing an awesome 20-part series on finding Jesus, the real Jesus, you know, and and people that are disenchanted with the, the quote-unquote church and religion. Um, yeah, it is so interesting. We've talked about that, about how religions created by man have survived on all the rules but I always I would always say I would always ask Brenda when we're going through and we're you know reading some of this stuff and where the Bible clearly says you know religion is not the way to go it's God and I'm like why don't those people read that those religious people what do they do when they come across that in the Bible do they just ignore it and just like keep on going do they skim right over it or what it's hard to say I think they just yeah I think they observe that in the Bible but they don't maybe absorb it that's kind of what I think but 
Uh, maybe power. I mean, anytime that like, ego gets involved, it could be trouble, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for Jacob's thing to be done. And Jacob is way more knowledgeable about the Bible than I am. So I, I'm always I'm always really excited to listen to him and to hear what he has to say and read his stuff because he is a really good, you know, when you've gone to college for so long and studied the Bible for so long, you can really bring that perspective of when you're teaching about what was happening in the Bible, you know, when they were writing. The stuff, context The of context the around it. And that's just so important. There's so much to know that... There's truth. There's truth. There's truth in there. Mm -hmm. I love it. No All right. Joshua. So we are going to start with a new plan. So brand new. <clears throat> Today is sacred affair. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Marriage is a sacred affair. It's a high calling, one of the highest callings we can be commissioned for. If God called you to this, he is expecting great things from you. Never underestimate the power, sacredness, and influence being a wife has on God's kingdom. The marriage covenant is a holy union, holy and designed by God. Marriage is a vow for life, not just until you don't feel like being married anymore. A promise for life. 1 Corinthians 7.39 says, A wife is bound as long as her husband lives. Bound. Bound as in tied to and bonded forever. Marriage is serious business to God. Okay, so this is interesting. <laughs> this is interesting. Because, <clears throat> of course, we are both divorced. Mm -hmm. And this is a topic that comes up a lot. Especially in the religion mm -hmm. <laughs> world, right? Yeah. The rule following. Yeah, and you guys obviously... It's that's not what Jesus came to proclaim, yeah. right? Oh yeah, did you read the? the I'm coming up oh, next. I was say, cause <laughs> I'm just setting the, the context. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, so yes, yeah, so people can, because again, if you don't really understand the context, somebody could read that first part. True. Right. Yeah. And what would they think? They would think I'm stuck here. <laughs> You're bond. I'm bound. 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 Yeah. To this person. Which I, I do think a lot of people do feel that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I don't really think it's very healthy myself. Do you think? No, there's I, a lot I, of I try unhealth. not to judge, but it, yeah. No, you can't yeah. judge. There is no judging. Yeah, there's no judging, but yeah, it doesn't sound like a fun thing. That's well, that's why with us, when we were dating, and even beforehand, when I went through men's fraternity, and some sermons that Ronnie preached, number one thing when you're looking for a spouse is you have to be equally yoked. That's it. If you're not equally yoked in God, with God, you're, you're just like, oh man, you're putting yourself behind the eight ball mm -hmm. right from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And equally yoked. That doesn't mean you have to love God with all your heart and soul to be married. It just means wherever you are, your prospective spouse should be at the same place. Yes. And I always add, you should be pursuing a deeper relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter where you are as long as you're in the same place. Because somebody 
up ahead, like the equally yoked right. symbolism, right? Mm -hmm. They thought back in the old days, if boy, one ox can do a field this fast, if we put two of them together and design this yoke, this wooden contraption, to, that they'd get even more done. But what they found was that the stronger yoke would have to pull the other one along and they got less done and ended up being a catastrophe. So think about that. That's how marriages can go bad. That's a really good visual, actually. You like that I one? I like that visual a lot. <laughs> I always, as my mom would say, it's true. Yeah. Well, what's funny about it was when you said that originally, I was thinking, oh yeah, that's a really great idea. Assuming that both oxes would be of the same string. And so I thought, oh yeah, that sounds brilliant. And then I realized, oh yeah, that would be a lot more work for the, the stronger ox. And I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> I love it. I love it, I love it. Okay, so now we go on. When you honor your spouse, you honor God. Your marriage can be a tool God can use to point people to Him when you have a God-centered marriage. Did you know it is through giving in marriage that you will receive the greatest joy? Marriage at its best is two people loving each other selflessly. When loving unconditionally and selflessly can be mastered, your union will feel like heaven. That's right. You can experience heaven here on earth. When your marriage is centered on God, boom, the triangle. Yes. Talk about the triangle. Are you letting her out? You don't have to. So the triangle, that's, you guys that know us, our rings were designed with the triangle. And, and that whole thought process is, if we focus on each other, that, that can lead to trouble. Like if I'm trying to please Brenda, or Brenda's trying to please me, or I, I get my identity from being her husband and she gets her identity from being my wife. I mean, oh, that's, that's a lot of work because we're trying to please a human. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's very difficult. But however, if we focus on God, both of us, that's our triangle, and just focus on deepening our relationship with God and we're looking to him, not to each other, for, for strength, for love, for courage, for all those things, right? that he can and is willing and ready to provide us, man, then as we do that, as we get better at doing that, we will move and get closer together as a couple. It's not easy. It's simple to conceptualize. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But it's not easy to do. Because, right? Yeah, yeah I think that's right. I think that it, I, it is a very easy concept to grasp. But living it every day can be, it's hard. It is hard to do, to keep, keep your eyes up all the time. We're just human beings, and we look at what's around us all the time, and we're kind of fixated on what's right in front of us sometimes. So. When I, I'm sure I frustrate you a lot of times, because I am such an upholder at looking up. You know, that you, and I know you do, sometimes you're like, dude, look, look over at me here <laughs> once in a while. Once in a while, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I think, I'm sure, and what I, and I look over at you a lot because, you know, you're, um, well, you're you. And you're just, it's very, you're, you're a big personality, you have a lot of spirit, and, um, 
word I'm looking for, magnanimous. What are you? I don't know. Or something like that. Um, so it is. It is very easy to get fixated. Um, that's what I'm a little bit focused on. On you and um, whatever it is that's happening around us in the moment. And I need to do a better job looking up. Like on days like this, I can look up and go, oh yeah, that's what I should be doing. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I think. It's hard to. Well, it's hard, Brenda, because life's d- distractions and mm-hmm. you know the pace of life. It's easy to get wrapped up in you know kids stuff, parents stuff, school stuff, all this mm-hmm. stuff that's happening. Yeah. Right. That you can lose track of it. Yeah. So. It's so though, you guys, it is the grounding point. It is like when life is going crazy, if you can just stop for five seconds and look up and realize that's where we're, that's where all our strength comes from. That's where all our healing, all our joy, all our peace, nourishment, everything we need, we have to look up. We can't count on another human being because like our pastor Ronnie says, when they they will di- disappoint you and let you down. Not when, not, not, not if, if, but, but when. when. Yes. It's gonna happen. Even Lucy. <laughs> That's the, the puppy. <clears throat> okay, so, and I, I'll read it again. You can experience heaven here on earth when your marriage is centered on God. He created it. And when, he, and when we follow his instructions, not only will God be glorified, contentment will overflow. Here's a secret all successful married couples know. Marriage isn't about you. Just what we talked about, right? It's not about you being happy or your spouse being happy. I can't believe. Look at that. We pontificated on this before the stuff even came up. Yes, extreme joy and happiness can be a byproduct of marriage. That's the way God designed it. In order to obtain the kind of marriage that honors God, you must fight against your innate selfish nature. When everything inside of you screams, I need to take care of me and look out for me, you need to bury your self-centered thinking and think in terms of what is best for your relationship. Think in terms of what's best for we. And oh my gosh, you guys, we, Brenda and I, probably our biggest struggle, just because of our past histories, are we are used to being eyes, even in a we marriage. So we always say two into one is the most difficult thing that we have to do, even to this day. And I think it's going to be something we're going to be battling. No, I don't like to use the word battling, but we have to continue. We have to continue to strive to keep working on it to overcome positive words, right? Yes. We will overcome it. This whole battle of two into one, because even you know, you look at our situation and our circumstances. You know, I can still get very self-centered and say, I'm going to do this. And Brenda can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And we try to catch each other and say, ah, Mm -hmm. we are trying to do two into one now. It's we. I'm sure Brenda will say, my kids. And I know that's a weird one, right? She shouldn't say our I think kids. I say the kids a lot. Yeah, you I do say, say the I kids. I think I say the kids. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot. Point is, it's tough, you guys. 
two into one is hard, especially in this world. Remember, we don't we don't get. There's no joy in one. <laughs> Even our business, we yeah, say, yeah. nothing great ever happens with one. Well, yeah, we work. Yes, it's yeah, always a, it's so, a team. Yeah. it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. So this is so powerful. Think in terms of what's best for we. So again, Brenda and I are not a finished product on this. Don't for half a second think that we got this figured out. We are trying and we are we are we are getting better and we share those lessons lessons with you guys on social media, on this podcast. You know, we're growing together every day and I like to think that we are making positive strides every day. So one of the things that I would say, right, we can't get frustrated with each other. I can't get frustrated with you when you slip into an eye mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I can't get frustrated with you either. You're in an eye mode. It's true. Yep, we, and it is. Yeah, we're not a finished product. We're working on it. And I think that's the encouraging thing, actually, that we are working on it. And the fact that I think that that is good so that, you know, people can be encouraged and know that oh yeah so and nobody really gets it all figured out i just feel like we'll get better at it but i don't think you know we'll ever be perfect keep focusing on god he's got the perfect answers yes to the extent that we can we together can keep our eyes focused on that and hold each other like come on babe sometimes you have to pull me along sometimes i have to pull you along but what we're pulling to, ooh, look at the yellow finch. Two of them, they're beautiful. What we're pulling to are, is God, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> think, think in terms of what's best for we. Are you madly in love? Do you treat him well? You should see that look that I just got. <laughs> she gave me the look like, do I treat you well? <laughs> well, you know, you do okay. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Decide. Yeah, we just covered. I ain't perfect. <laughs> Decide that you will treat your spouse better tomorrow than you did today. Strive to one-up yourself daily, even when you don't feel like it. Leave him love letters on the bathroom mirror with lipstick. Ooh, no, I like that. You would like that? Oh yeah, that sounds good. Cheer, cheer for him when he picks up his socks or opens jars for you. Make him his favorite dessert just because. Or better yet, be his favorite dessert. <laughs> chicka chicka bom bom. <laughs> I stole that one from Ronnie. Sorry, Ronnie. Um, kindness will grow your marriage into an example God will use until death do you part. So what? Offer one or more acts of kindness you can show your husband or wife today. Dear God, help me be the wife Help me be the husband you've called me to be today. Display your glory through my marriage and in the ways I treat my husband and my wife. That is really good. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. I think that probably talks to the equally yoked piece. Yes. He must belong to the, to the Lord. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that is included. I do like um, how how you put it though um, that you have to be going in the same direction and kind of in the same place because it's you know maybe uh, maybe there are two seekers mm -hmm. you know who are who are seeking. A, a greater relationship with God so they're doing that together mm -hmm. but you know and I think that it is true if you have if you have somebody who's not seeking and someone who is seeking oh. it's just I mean then you're really not together then they're then you're both eyes in your own space mm -hmm. whereas if you're if you're both focusing on God even if like I my faith I've been person of faith most all my life and you're new to your faith but we still have the same faith we're in the same place even if um, it's not been for the same length of time our goal is still the same to focus on God and we're still doing that together that's what that's when you are a we but yeah I think that's what's really important yes I agree um, to remember well and, look at our culture babe I mean look at our culture mm -hmm. right now even you know and i don't know the st statistics i can't wrap uh roll them off the top of my head but you know how many couples are both working right or and even with one spouse working those jobs with one when one spouse is working are usually all consuming so the spouse is just going out and like me i was working 80 hours a week I didn't have a relationship with my wife. I mean, seriously, we were just two people maintaining a home and buying food. And, you know, it's like the way this world, this world, in quotes, is set up, it isn't to encourage relationships. It isn't to encourage we. It is, and that's a Satan trick, is to get us, again, as we know, into isolation, what we do in Life Transform is get people out of isolation and into community. And this, you know, so it, it just, it becomes more and more evident to me every single day. Just look around and look for isolation. And it's everywhere. I mean, it is an epidemic. Um, we, we just did the POV for our company and we're gonna be rolling it out. We're gonna have a, uh, what do they call it? It's a, <clears throat> a lightning strike. So you guys will probably all be invited to this lightning strike. It'll probably be in the October time frame where we unveil this big category that we're creating here, this isolation in the community yeah. category. <clears throat> but that's Satan's work. So you can be in a marriage and still be isolated. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think, um, and you're right. I mean, and that's where, I think that goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning is that lots of times we're focused on a lot of this world stuff. Like, there's a lot of people who, who work 80 hours a week, you know, as a, as a necessity for their family. So they're spending 80 hours of their week focusing on this world stuff. If you don't come together with your spouse after that and are looking in the same direction, then, then you won't, you know, then there will be no getting closer together. Um, I, that's what I think. Yes. You know, because... I mean, we work now, and you know, you work a lot of hours, and I work a lot of hours, but we're in different, like, different places in our minds when we're in a working. I'm doing my writing and you know my things, and you're doing your things. But when we're at the end of the day, we come together and we're focused on God. And at the, in the, every morning, we come together. There you go. And we're focused. First on thing. God, first thing in the morning. So we do that. So we do spend we time before we have to do our this world 
stuff of working to, you know, get stuff done. So there has to be a balance. Yeah, and I think the best thing that's worked for us is, you know, what we're what we're sharing with you guys on these podcasts is the first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Have that focus be on God and on, you know, the Bible and the truth there. Because as one of our, I think it was Darren Hardy said, once 8 o'clock hits, 8 a.m., all bets are off. So anything that you want to do that's important, do it first thing. So that's where, at least I can speak for me, I get grounded and get my perspective for the day by the way we start the day. Because it just is a, a reminder every day, and I look forward to it every day. Because without it, I don't know how I would... There's no way I could I could be the person that I am today. There's no way that our company could be growing like it is today. Without, I know it in my heart, without this foundation to start every single day to remind me that it is all God's will and it is all, it's all Him. It's all Him, yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yep. I love it. <laughs> okay, so based on today's reading, Brenda, what is one thing God is saying to you? Um, that um, being yoked together is a blessing when we're going in the same direction at the same speed. Mm. Yeah, and I would say um, what he's saying to me is, you know, things aren't going to be perfect. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be frustrated with your spouse. I'm gonna be frustrated with you sometimes. You're gonna be frustrated with me. But in those times of frustration, we need to. In those times of frustration, we need to be able to look up instead of looking over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Remember, this is Life Transformed. We get people out of isolation and into community. Yes. And you know what? The step beyond community is freedom, you guys. And it is so awesome. So look at, uh, jump on any of our social media pages and you can get a complimentary 30-minute consultation with us where you'll learn something about yourself and... We will get to understand you and where you are and what your needs are. And we will honestly tell you whether we can help you or not. Because if we can't, we will tell you, right? That's how we roll. So again, until next time, have a great rest of your day. And we love you guys. Take care.